A lot of people are watching along with us. Things are going to be taken a lot further. It does keep the flow really, really nicely, which makes it a show that was really ahead of its time. Where's that petrified eyeball at now? Who's had it last? Macy is amazing, and she doesn't care about what other people think about her. Don't you feel like maybe Dodie represents the instinctive animal ugly part of us? I might have just been having a bad day when I gave it the map. I killed Caprice, Priest, Priest. We don't say Moses, we say me. Someone once told me the grass is much greener on the other side. everyone welcome to a brand new episode of we're in between the podcast is discussed about every single episode of us told by ginger once a week last week uh we had paul and jackie on the podcast discussing about the episode family therapy and this week we have episode 34 which is called new girl in town it debuted on may 19th 2002 and it was written by sheila m anthony and the episode is about that a new girl in town named leticia bowers is now welcome with open arms. Her gothic appearance and the fact that she's carrying around a fake skull only helped people circulate the rumor that the reason that she and her father, who is a mortician, left town is because Mr. Bowers accidentally embalmed someone who was still alive. Ginger sees through the lies and promises Leticia that she can get the in crowd to come to her party. In the meantime, Carl and Hoodsey are guilted into staying at Brandon's birthday party because they are the only ones there and Brandon's par parents think he's popular. Yeah, this... <laughs> what a weird, wonderful episode this is. Right from the start. So they're making art, right? In the in art class. And uh, Carl is making this creepy, like what? Like an alien emerging from a tangerine or something like that. And uh, then we go over to Hoodsey and he's making an, an ashtray, like a pottery ashtray. And the teacher says, but no one in your family smokes. And Hoodsey says, I'm going for more of an ironic statement. <laughs> what a great line. And then Carl compares him to the, the Impressionists who were underappreciated in their time. Just your classic, intelligent, funny Carl line. I just love them. Yeah, absolutely. So with Carl and Hoodsey's plot, well, I guess we'll go to that one first because why not? So it's Brandon's birthday coming up and Brandon is giving out invitations and Carl and Hoodsey are not interested in going into the party. So they come up with the excuse that they have paint or they have clay in their hands and they can't pick it up because it'll make it dirty. Then we go over to Ginger's plot and it starts off with Dodie having a kick me sign on her back and Ginger removes it. And we're seeing like a bunch of these bullies teasing Ginger, Dodie, and Macy because they're the loser crowd. And so then we have a new girl coming in. Her name is Letitia Bowers and she's like a goth girl and she comes in and the first thing that she does when she sits down is that she pulls out a skull and she puts it next to her desk and everybody's freaking out. And there's a whole yeah. bunch of rumors that are spread around. Yeah, Letitia's pretty interesting, especially with her dad being a mortician. All these nasty rumors go around. It's like, wait, did her dad kill her mom? And it's like, no, okay, they're just divorced. But maybe the dad accidentally embalmed someone alive. It's some really nasty stuff. And it's interesting because I started off the episode feeling bad for Brandon and bad for Letitia. And by the end of the episode, I'm a, my pity for Brandon diminishes quite a bit. 
<laughs> let's just say. I don't know. I mean, with Brandon, I can kind of understand that he's going through a lot, but seeing all the previous episodes at this point in time, I... I don't know. I mean, I kind of don't blame him for the fact that he doesn't have a lot of friends. I mean, he's a weird kid who's constantly overly sweet and he has his pet monkey and he's just really weird and he becomes like a gigantic crybaby. Yeah, he's just very high maintenance. It would be one thing if he got along easier with others, but he needs to always be in control. And see, I used to like Brandon. I used to defend him. And, you know, after this episode, I kind of just ran out of steam for him. Of course, his parents are insane, so I see why he is the way that he is, but I don't know. At some point, he's gotta try to get along with others, right? So we have uh, Ginger, who wants to introduce Letitia over to the in-crowd, and hopefully that she can be able to gain friends. And we have Courtney, Miranda, and Mipsy spreading all these rumors about how Letitia's father accidentally embalmed somebody, and, you know, and that's the reason why they left town and all that kind of stuff, and... And, you know, Ginger's not falling for it, but then she kind of gets a little hesitant when Letitia, um, you know, her father comes by driving a hearse, and then Ginger pretty much bails. I mean, and and here's the thing, um, you know, I can definitely not blame Ginger for acting this way, because especially if, uh, you know, you didn't know about it, or if you're not familiar with, you know, somebody who is a mortician, and they just so happen to have coffins laying around and driving in a uh, a car that carries dead bodies. And I can understand why it can be a little bit frightening. What I've been thinking about this whole episode is what a cool concept it would be for either you or for Friday Night Nicktoons to do is a Ginger Arnold comparison. Because Ginger reaching out to Letitia really made me think of Arnold. And like, they're both great protagonists who seem to always help the underdog while having understandable flaws at the same time. Yeah, I've gotten a lot of requests for something similar to that. I've gotten a request for me to compare As Told by Ginger to Pepper Ann. I've gotten a request for me to compare As Told by Ginger to Braceface. Um, Especially Braceface, because they came out roughly around the same time, and it's a slice-of-life cartoon about a teenage girl who's going through everyday issues and all that kind of stuff. And also, yeah, definitely Hey Arnold as well, in which it's a slice-of-life cartoon, and um, it it does feature, like, a good, you know, a good protagonist, like, uh, you know, with Ginger and Arnold. So, yeah, I I definitely may want to do that, but um, Ginger and Arnold, maybe that would be something you and Ashley can do, because uh, I want to do something like, um, because I was requested... A lot more for me to compare uh, Ginger to either Pepper Ann or to Braceface. Right. To me, it's more the characters. I don't think the shows are particularly similar, but the two characters, they're both wholesome, great characters uh, who, you know, always look out for the underdog. There are some similarities there, to be sure. Oh, yeah, definitely. Maybe when you guys, maybe when we're done with War in Between, maybe you can have, uh, you know, an episode comparing Ginger to Arnold. That'd be fun. Right, right. Yeah, I think that uh, there's one thing that I want to bring up that I want to confess that kind of bothered me throughout this episode, and it's, it, it may be pretty petty, but it was, like, kind of distracting for me. I didn't really like the the little strand of hair that was right in front of Miranda's face. I know that, you know, Mipsy has it, and I know sometimes Courtney has it, but looking at Miranda and her kind of, like, um, strand of hair that was in her forehead, it, it was very distracting for me. I didn't think it looked that good, but that's just a nitpick. But, yeah, going into the plot, so, um... 
So we have Ginger and she, uh, you know, she decides to um, go over to the mortician's place and she decides to visit Letitia and she's looking around the coffins and they're talking and they're getting to know each other a little bit more. And that's when she has the idea of throwing a party and inviting everybody to come into the party and uh, that way Letitia can have uh, friends and they get to know her more. But nobody's interested in coming in because they think it's creepy. Yeah, it, she's just misunderstood, you know? <laughs> like, we, I think she's, in terms of the out there characters on the show, she's one of the more normal ones whose dad just happens to have a weird job, right? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, the dad seemed like a really cool dad. He seemed really nice. Yeah. Yeah, so, um, so now going back into Carl and Hoodsy's plot, so Hoodsy just becomes a lot more guilty when they find out that Brandon's invitations were being thrown in the trash. And we even see the twins who are in their classroom just, they throw the invitations in the garbage as well, and Brandon starts crying, and Carl is telling Hoodsy, you can't, I, I can smell the guilt from a mile away. And then, you know, Hoodsy's like, but we need to help. We need to be there for Brandon. We need to help him. And so then they decide, um, you know, that they were going to be with Brandon for a little bit. And then they started changing their mind when they find out that there's going to be a party being held at a mortician's place. And then when they start telling Brandon, Brandon starts becoming incredibly upset. And then they said, okay, we'll spend a little bit of time with Brandon. And then we'll go over to the mortician's place. Right. And what what Carl ultimately does is brilliant, the way that he convinces Brandon, essentially, that the party is an additional party for him. It's hilarious, and that's the deal with Brandon. You have to make things about him for him to go along with it. Yeah, which is, I guess, another reason why not a lot of people like Brandon, because if it doesn't have anything to do with him and making him happy, then he's going to be incredibly disappointed. Right. So, yeah, uh, I guess, you know, throughout the episode, so Ginger, Dodie, Macy, and Darren are at the party, and they're celebrating, and they are basically having a good time, even though that they didn't exactly get the crowd that Ginger promised, and then eventually we have Courtney and Miranda show up, and then they start partying, and then we cut into Carl and Hoodsy are just absolutely bored and miserable, and we have Brandon's father recording everything, and Brandon's mother having like a checklist, and serving cake with no sugar, and um, you know, Carl not putting his um, feet on the furniture, and uh, Brandon slowly opening up his presents, and Brandon's mom is doing a checklist, it's Ugh, it's just so controlling and just really confined and constricted. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. I, I guess I am a full Brandon convert at this point. And the party is just... Oh, it's just sad, Patricia. It's so uncomfortable and so upsetting. Yeah, I did mention that there was going to be something like that in Never Can Say Goodbye, in which we would have a sad moment with Brandon. So here it is. Yeah, that's true. It's just pathetic and upsetting to watch. It's even more pathetic when we find out that um, when, you know, when Carl and Hoodsy are leaving the party, Brandon begs them not to leave because apparently he told his parents that he's the most popular kid in class. Oh, like, why would he do that? That's just stupid. It's really dumb. I don't get it. Wh why would you tell your parents that you're the most popular kid in school? What does that give you? I don't get it. 
Yeah, if, if Brandon wasn't such a crybaby and he wasn't so obsessed with Mr. Licorice and maybe his parents weren't so uptight, maybe he could, um, you know, have friends and he could, um, you know, have people over for sleepovers and stuff like that. Yeah, it's clear that his parents are as oblivious about the world as Brandon is, you know, so I guess they would buy him. But, like, they know their son. They must know that he can't be the most popular kid at school. <laughs> It's it's really pathetic. So then, um, you know, while Brandon is crying in the background, Hoodsy starts feeling guilty. And he l looks at Carl with sad eyes and Carl immediately knows what he's going to say. He's going to say, let's take Brandon with us to the mortician party. And Carl's like, no. And Goodsy's like, no, I can't help it, Carl. He just looks so sad. And so then they make up the lie that, oh, uh, Brandon, we're going to take you to another party. And so then they have to run as fast as they can to get there. And so while they're running, we see Will driving and he's like, hey, Carl, what's the rush? And he's like, oh, we're crashing a mortician party. And so we see Will calling his friends so they can go over to the party as well. And then as time goes on, then the party starts becoming a much more bigger deal. We have, you know, we have uh, Blake. I uh, know we well, we have uh, Brandon, Carl, and Hoodsy sneak into the basement, and when they turn on the lights, Brandon screams because he's they've seen the dead body, and then uh, we have uh, you know Will and his friends coming in, and they put in the music and they start dancing, and we see Letitia's um, you know a lot more happier and you know a little bit more confident that more people are showing up to the party so that she can make more friends and it just becomes a overall a good ending to a good episode yeah i agree with that brandon describing his previous birthday party where they got a girl monkey and had a i quote little monkey wedding had me reeling <laughs> just that that mental image oh my god Oh, that's so funny. We rented a girl monkey and we had a pretend wedding and we called her Mrs. Licorice. Yeah. Also, Brandon's mom writing down what everyone got him for the thank you notes is so real. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We'll put that in the we'll put that in the thank you card. It cleans between the gums. Ugh. Yeah. And of course, one last thought, my favorite line in this episode, and one of my favorite lines in the show, is when Letitia says, you know, it's okay, as long as I'm concerned, you guys are the in crowd. I thought that was so sweet, and what a great message. Oh yeah, absolutely, considering that throughout the beginning of the episode, Ginger, Dodie, Macy, and Darren were treated like, oh, they're the losers, but then for somebody like Letitia, who's brand new, and with them being the first people to ever become friends with her, she sees them as like the coolest people around, and you know, that's basically a great message. You don't have to be rich, you don't have to have um you know you know material goods or uh be you know look the best in order for you to be popular you just have to be yourself and you have to be nice and a cool person and just act natural and that makes you cool that gets you into the in crowd right and that the in crowd is whoever you want it to be. There is no established in crowd. So yeah, I guess that's the end of this episode. So I guess we can give our ranking of yay, nay, or meh. So uh, yeah, why don't you start us off? This one's a yay from me. Not much more to say than has already been said. I think it's a great message. I think Letitia is an interesting new character. And uh, I don't think we'll see her again. Am I correct in that? That is correct. But 
still, nonetheless, a good one-off character. A strong Carl and Hoodsy episode. And we got, you know, the Brandon stuff, as much as I found it annoying, it was funny and interesting. So, uh, uh, all of it. I loved all of it. Yeah, definitely. Same thing, same thing for me. I absolutely do like this episode a lot. I give it a yay. I like the character, uh, that even though that she doesn't appear in any other episodes, she's definitely one of my favorite one-off characters in the entire series. Definitely a lot better than George from Sibling Revelry. Um, I do like that Carl and Hoodsy are, you know, willing to help Brandon out in certain circumstances that they didn't want to at first. And there's a lot of funny moments. There's a lot of genuine sweet moments. So, yeah, that's definitely going to give uh, a ranking of yay for me. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. Next week, we'll have We're in Between episode 34. We'll see you then. Hey!